Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Daily Grind. My name is Kelly Johnson, your fun and friendly host. We are in episode 23 of season four, the very best one yet. What is up, The Daily Grinders? My name is Kelly, your host, as always. We have a new segment, a new feature that we're doing on social, and we want you to be a part of it. The Daily Grind, that's the name of our podcast. What does The Daily Grind mean to you? Our simple phrase, following a certain routine every morning to start your day or on a larger scale that shapes the outlook on your life. Submit yours on our direct link form, direct.me slash dailygrindpod. Or visit us on social at dailygrindpod and get featured. introduction short we have a special guest on today's podcast i'd like to introduce you to evan giokas evan is the founder of college confidence coach the college confidence coach is a resource for aspiring and current college students so welcome to the show evan thanks kelly what's going on over there yes we are excited to have you on the pod evan our listeners are beyond excited to learn more about your story, what you do, and also learn from that college demographic side too. our target audiences, those young daily grinders out there, you know, looking to level up, aspire towards their academic and career goals. So yeah, to, to start this interview, can you briefly introduce yourself and what you do on your daily grind? Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, uh, to all those young daily grinders, let's keep that grind going. Let's keep it going. Let's get inspired today. Um, as you've already introduced me, my name is Evan Giokis. I am the founder of the College Confidence Coach. Um, I'm also the co-founder of the Art of Successful Networking, and I am uh, very excited to announce my latest venture in Black Progress Matters in the College Advisory Program. So my daily grind is a lot of different hats. It uh, or encompasses a lot of different hats. Um, on any given day, I am a preacher of pronative ability, which I'm sure we'll touch on later in this interview. Uh, and learning and teaching uh, young students and uh, aspiring uh, professionals early in their career about uh, their instinctive abilities and how to implement that into you know, their day-to-day action and to find their purpose, find their meaning, find direction, and really uh, get to a point where they're the most confident versions of themselves. So my daily grind, I don't really see as a grind. I see it more as an opportunity to coach, an opportunity to mentor, an opportunity to help those find what inspires their grind and uh, and really kickstart that that journey to the ultimate destination. Awesome. Yeah, really well said. We're excited to dive in more into your background again, share your wealth of knowledge on the podcast here and everything. So yeah, wearing multiple ads. Tell us more about what you're all involved with. You also brought some teasers already just at the at the beginning of, <laughs> beginning of our episode here. For sure. Well, I will tell you that for the past 10 years, the College Confidence Coach has been my baby. It's been my everyday Uh, grind. It's been a wonderful blessing. Uh, And it's really something that I fell backwards into, if I'm being candid, it was all inspired um, by my own unknowing by my own 
questions that I had to sort out in my life. When I was uh, a high school senior, my father's an immigrant. My mom didn't go to college. So, uh, you know, when I was on the pursuit of what to do, you know, in, in graduating high school and what those next steps were, I didn't have the guidance and the, and the supervision that uh, I aspire to provide for people now. So uh, as I was going through that process, you know, I relied on the typical people who we do rely on for um, questions like that, guidance counselors, teachers. Um, and what I was finding was, although, you know, nobody was purposely giving bad advice, I was getting very generic advice, uh, advice that was pushing me in the direction of pursuing, you know, things that I was expressing interest in, but wasn't sure of. So I went to college and transferred a few different times and actually uh, took the LSAT and got ready for law school um, when I met uh, my biggest inspiration, Kathy Colby. And Kathy Colby is the creator uh, of the conative assessment. And what it does is it measures for instinctively how, when, why, you know, we do our best work, how we instinctively connect to tasks, roles, and, and responsibilities in our life. So I'm really a disciple of hers that, that took that and repurposed it into education and said, you know, how can I inspire students to connect with this instinctive side of who they are, instinct, uh, connect with instinctively roles and tasks and responsibilities that they would continue to be fired up for, not just for the short term, but for their entire future. So I took that, created uh, the discovery process of the college confidence coach, and it's taken me in so many different directions. So, you know, I'm going in a, a little bit of a long-winded story here, but I think it's important to understand that in order to get to many different hats and where I am today and what I've built, it's all stem. It all stems from this discovery process and this understanding that I wasn't really sure on my direction and I needed to figure that out before I could get to, uh, you know, where I am today. So that same process has led to Art of Successful Networking, which is a company that uh, my co-founder, Carl Montante, and I started to help students who are uh, to embark in the working world, learn how to really properly network, how to connect with one another, how to, uh, you know, put the screens down and have qualitative conversations. And then with my business partners in Black Progress Matters and the college advisory program to take what we've created in our college confidence program and bring it to an audience that is so deserving and so academically prepared, but uh, unfortunately many times financially underprepared to make that commitment. So point being many hats, many roles, many companies, um, all with the same premise and the same discovery process for how we got there and what's been started. Really well said, Evan. And I, I really liked your intro too, in regards to like your coaching, mentoring, you know, find, helping students find inspiration and, and achieve their goals in the, in the long run here. Uh, yeah. Tell us more about some of the programs and services offered and how you can transform the way that students think and learn. For sure. Great question too, Kel. I, when I look at you know coaching and mentoring, it is far and away uh, the best part of every day that I have. When I get the opportunity to sit down with a student and really just spend time with them, uh, genuinely getting to know what they what they're after, what their goals are, who they are, and, and who they aspire to be. Um, you know that that juices my my batteries up like nothing else. So um, you know it's a responsibility that I don't take lightly. And it's one that, you know, starting this 10 years ago, I would have never imagined working with the quantity of students that I do now and, and getting to help them in so many different areas of their life and so many different um, facets of what we provide in, in not only this, you know, coaching company, but others. So pre-COVID, 
you know, before the coaching boom, in my opinion, really took off, it was something that, um, you know, you really had to connect with your audience. You really had to connect with your target market to find customers and to find students who were coachable. And I remember that being in our old, um, you know, document of, of who we work with. And, and still, we want coachable students. But I feel like now we've gotten to a point as a society where people are more open to receiving coaching. They understand that it's tough to go through things alone. And it's, it's, it's establishing yourself in a world where you know you have something to provide, that you have a willing audience to, to receive. And then just being able to present your wisdom and share that is, is such a gift and a blessing. And uh, it's really what's changed my life. Oh, that's great to hear again, inspiring us on today's episode and also even outside the pod. So yeah, we're, we're excited here to, to be motivated, not just tuning in now, but also just on our own daily grind. Everyone has their own daily grind and uh, it applies to not just the academics and career side, but all aspects of, of life and what you're trying to get out there in the world. So yeah, tell us more about some of the different methodology, um, you know, it, We've done our homework here on the pod, uh, internal self-validation <laughs> method that's proven yeah. to be a collegiate success. Tell us more. So I love it. I mean, that's brownie points. That's that's a great host. So when I look at ISV, and that's something that I, I trademarked a long time ago, probably seven, eight years ago now, the process of ISV came from, again, you know, I don't want to sound uh, repetitive, but it came from my own journey of ESV. And so ESV, if, if ISV is internal self-validation, ESV is external self-validation. Um, and so too often when we're faced with decisions in life and not just students, you know, as adults and, you know, as we go through career transitions, as we go through relationship transitions, as we go through, you know, any bout of life where we face a challenge, um, too often we rely on those who we think know us well, whether that's friends or whether that's teachers or whether that's parents or, you know, even things that we see in the media that influence our decision making. We look for and we search for, and this is instinctive, we search for validation. And so when I was looking at the mistakes that I made when I was transferring to all these schools and changing all these majors and, you know, still unsure and living with the insecurity of what am I going to do with my life? I would turn to those people. I would turn to my, you know, my parents. I would turn to teachers who I, I trusted. And I would turn to friends who I perceived were doing more than what I was. And uh, I would ask them, you know, what do you think about this? What should I be doing? Do you think I'd be a good attorney? Do you think I'd be a good, you know, uh, person for finance? Should I become a, a doctor? Should I do this? Should I do that? And while none of those people are purposely looking to give me bad advice and none of those people are looking to give you bad advice, they don't know what makes you tick. So started getting more introspective. And that's where the internal self-validation method was born. And it really answers three key questions. And I'll never forget, you know, where they stem from. It was a, it was a conversation in a car with a fr few friends of mine. Um, and I asked them, you know, what do you guys really believe in? And everybody just kind of turned to me and they're like, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean? What do I believe in? And I was like, you know, what do you believe in? What are your core beliefs? What do you stand for? And they're like, Ev, like, what are you talking about? Like, we're going out, like, where, where is your head at right now? And I was like, you know, I don't know. I was like, you know, we we're just talking about what we're doing and you're all jacked up about this and you got this going on. And I don't, you know, I'm trying to figure out what my, what my life purpose is. So I want to know, like, what do you guys believe in that has inspired that belief or inspired that confidence? And then they didn't really answer. And I was like, okay, well, if they don't have the answer to that, why am I listening? So it stemmed from that question. What do you really believe in? The next one is what really excites me about my future? When I go back to the formation of CC Coach and I go back to, um, you know, making the decision to skip law school, uh, you know, and, and venture onto this pursuit, 
I thought about what my future would look like in both scenarios and what the best possible future would look like. And I won't go into, you know, uh, extravagant details about, you know, the secret and the power of positivity and optimism. But at the same time, you know, living with that and looking at what what my life would look like on either of those roads. If I was going to become an attorney, you know, what was the highest level of success I could reach? Or if I went and started this business, what was the highest level of success I could reach? And I, I looked at, you know, the 10,000 foot elevation um, and really determined that if this business was a success, well, that would be a whole lot more rewarding than what life would look like as an attorney for me personally. That's, that's what my ISB was saying. And then, um, so the, the last question that stems from it is, well, who do I really want to help in my future career? So I have this conversation with everybody that I meet, everybody, whether I'm on a podcast, I'm working with a student, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a, a speech for a university. Um, I always bring up this, this thought that no matter what we do in life, there's, there's very few, maybe one or two professions that you might be able to think of, but there's almost no profession that you can choose um, or no path that you can choose in life where your success doesn't directly impact someone else's life. Mm -hmm. You know, so it, your, your podcast, your venue here um, is directly impacting the lives. It's obvious, right? It's impacting the lives of everybody who listens to it. Um, you know, college confidence coach is directly impacting the lives of, of any student and any parent uh, that we work with. But then I had students who were like, yeah, I just want to make a lot of money. So I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to be a stockbroker. It's like, all right, well, great. But if you want to make a lot of money as a stockbroker, you have to impact someone else's life and be making them money. If you want to be a doctor, it's obvious. An attorney, you know, depending on the suit. But everything that you do in life has a direct correlation and impact on someone else's life. So in your pursuit of internal self-validation, you know, establishing what you really believe in, deciding uh, what what excites you about your future and whether or not that pursuit can get you there. And then finally determining if the people who you're going to be helping in your career are the people that you want to spend time and energy with. So to me, it, at that time in my life, it was, I just got through this struggle. Um, you know, I've made it on the other side. I have a degree. I'm still unsure, but I know I have this expertise. I want to spend the bulk of my time with, with students still going through that age group. So I think it's, it's a three question validation to get you to the point to say, I don't need someone else's advice in order to determine where I'm going next. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is great, Evan. Yeah. Again, these key questions are, I think, an integral part in us, like defining like who we are, what we want to get out in life, and also navigating through that, that college process in general. Speaking of college resources too, can you share some examples of underneath like the college financial coach, like in, in that realm of, of the many resources that you offer to help uh, college students with? Yeah. So CCFC is what we've rebranded as in the last 12 months. Um, it's called the College Confidence Finance Connoisseur. And when we're going through that process, what we're doing is ensuring that through a couple of different uh, avenues that we're not leaving any dollar unturned. And I think the biggest mistake that people make when they're going through the college admissions process is they just take everything at face value. Colleges are put up on this pedestal to say, you know, apply to us. And if you're so lucky, we'll let you in. And, uh, you know, I get it, right? I mean, that's the process. You are applying for admission. You are applying for entry into that university. But at CC Coach, what we believe in is that it's really up to the school 
to show you why they're a good fit for you. If you're self-confident, if you're self-validated, um, you know, if you know what the major that you're pursuing is, why you're pursuing it, and that the university has a degree that matches what you're after, you know, and, and where you're going, well, then you should be able to present that on an application. And so after we go through that process and after a student is admitted and they've got, you know, their choices, most of the time, or at least the majority of the time, they're offered some type of financial incentive to come there. On the students and the families, we have to say, hey, you know, thank you for your offer. You know, here's another one that we have. Can we match that? Can we appeal this? Can we, uh, you know, show you what we've done that may be relevant to another scholarship that you have to, uh, to offer or what you've offered in the past? And then basically getting to a point where both the, the parent, the student, and the coach uh, are confident in the decision, they're confident in the return on investment, and they're not going to fall into what we call the college money pit trap. And so I'll, I'll elaborate on that just for one minute, um, because what happens with that is you choose a school without, you know, internal self-validation, without going through a CCFC type process, and you just throw a dart. And it's like, okay, well, I think this one's the right one. Well, what happens when you get there and you end up like 85% of everyone else, right, that changed their major more than three times when they're in a university, and you get to a point where maybe you figured it out, and now they don't have that major, they don't have that program, and you're paying full price. It just, you know, Kelly, we see it every single day, every single week. Um, you know, we have people saying, can you fix this? And it got to a point where we're like, well, let's just be preventative. Let's go through all of this at the beginning. Let's maximize our ROI before you even step foot in the door. And uh, it's been a game-changing part of the process for many students and families who we work with. It's really great to hear. Yeah, finance is always a, a topic at everyone's radar in regards to, like, how they can afford school as well as, you know, pursue their goals down the road and mention, again, get that if money's the their, you know, top tier of what they're looking to do in, in terms of job standpoint, obviously that's a main focus and again a hot topic of course every, every day and and also in both internal and external factors too depending on uh, where you're coming from and where you want to go so yes just speaking of just like the process in general can you also touch on you know the college confidence program like the, the aspect more on that self-confidence side yeah um and i'm glad i get the chance to talk about this because it's something that you know we've really worked on specializing um, and we've really honed in our craft. So when we look at this, uh, the college confidence program, it is a four-step process. And everything that I was mentioning prior about cognitive ability and learning about internal self-validation, all of that happens in the nucleus of our program, which we call discovery. Um, and so whenever we start working with a new family, whether it's me or one of my other coaches or um, even working through the automated version of the process, the bulk of um, everything we do in the beginning is to get to know the student uh, from all three areas of their mind. So all three areas of your mind. And that is another fun learning lesson that we're proud to be able to share with people. We're proud to be able to put, you know, details into action there. And what it encompasses is the cognitive, the effective, and the cognitive. So the cognitive area of the mind is where you form thought. It's the thinking, IQ, reasoning area of the mind. And while it's important to understand and recognize your cognitive talents and your cognitive strengths and your cognitive weaknesses, I'm a big believer that that's the most trainable area of your mind. So when I look at cognitive talents and I look at, you know, where people begin their journey with our process, most of the time they come in saying, I'm really good at math. I should be an accountant or, you know, I'm really, I have a great memory um, for history. Maybe I should be an attorney. You know, it's these general blanket statements. And I tell them, you know, okay, 
does it make you feel? Well, that triggers the effective area of the mind. And the effective area of the mind is where emotion stems from. So I'll ask you a trivia question, Kelly. If you had to guess how many times uh, a teenager from the ages of 16 to 19 goes through an emotional shift per day, could you take a guess? I'm going to say 24. Okay. So 24, you're pretty close. Okay. It's actually between 1,000 and 1,100. <laughs> so you were close with the 24, but there, and you, if you think about it, right, what's the first thing that an average 16-year-old does when they wake up, right? They grab this. I'm holding my, my, yeah. my iPhone up, right? Mm-hmm. It's the first thing they do when they wake up. It wakes them up. It's most of our alarm clocks at this point. I'm trying to get away from that in my own life, but, mm-hmm. you know, you, you wake up to the phone. And so that phone, right off the bat, when you go through, when you, when you click uh, off of sleep mode and you look at all the notifications are there, whether it's ESPN or it's time or it's Twitter or it's Instagram or Facebook, all of those combination of things that happen while you were sleeping, each one of them is designed to give you a different emotional response. And so then there's the be all end all TikTok. And so while we're on it and we promote on it and we use it, TikTok, if you look at the algorithm and what's been designed there, it's specifically created so that each video that you pass and each video that you swipe on triggers a different emotional response. So I'm going a little bit long winded, but it's to make the point that effectively we of course, we want you to be emotionally intelligent when you're making a decision about what to do with your future. But again, my belief in the effective area of the mind is it's not the best area of the mind to to make decisions with because each time you go through an emotional shift, it changes the perspective of what you're doing. It changes the perspective of, of how you perceive um, said action or task or person or role or responsibility. So when I talk to students in the college confidence program, I say, all right, well, cognitively, we know you have talents here. Effectively, you think you'll like that position. But the one area of the mind that you don't have the answer for is the conative and in the instinct. So we believe that once we uncover someone's instinctive abilities, where their drive stems from, their motivation, their go, well, then we can say, all right, instinctively, your skill sets look like they would match these types of roles and positions. Effectively, you like the area of where that's going and cognitively, you have the talent. So long-winded answer the college confidence program begins with understanding all three areas of these mind of, of your mind and then from there we look at all of the normal aspects you know what colleges uh, should be on your list what career paths what majors and then we help students after they have that deep core understanding of who they are and what their talents are begin matching that to an admissions process and an application process that actually yields results mm-hmm. Yeah, really well said. Again, we're getting more in depth and it's really important. These these big decisions early on in the student's live has a direct impact, like you mentioned, not just on their live, but then also going back to those key questions of directly impacting a lot of other people in the future down the road. Sure. Also with college students, like figuring out what their, their it is or like that type of question. Can you tell us more on how we can kind of navigate or, or answer effectively? Yeah. So again, when you're looking at it, right, when you're looking at what makes you it, and I was actually, uh, shout out to uh, to Josh, um, one of my former students who I'm sure will listen to this. We, we were uh, messaging last night, and uh, he was a student that I worked with back in uh, 2017, 2018, and now in 2022, he's really finding his it. He's finding his purpose. And so he was talking to me about like, well, how did I do, you know, why didn't I find it back then? And why did, why did I find it now? And I think that finding your it comes from a deep and core um, belief 
that it that you are internally self-validated, number one, that everything that you're doing um, is stemming from those three questions that I mentioned before. What do I really believe in? What, what really excites me about my future? Who do I want to help in my future career? Once you're true to those three questions and you're internally self-validated, then it's matching that to path. So, you know, I've got my answers. Now what's the path that's going to take me to said, you know, said answers. Um, so it's establishing path. It's establishing um, stability. And then from there comes, you know, something that's out of each of our control, which is timing. And so I'm a big believer in manifestation. I'm a big believer in, you know, putting what you want out there and praying and, you know, being true to your intentions. And so once you have all of that and you found, you know, your ISV questions, you found the path that's going to take you there, then it's trusting in the timing that it's coming for you. And so finding your it is a culmination of the belief that you are who you wish to be and that you're on the path that's going to take you to success. And that finally, that timing is, is, is synced up. And once those three things happen, then I believe that you can find it. Oh, this is great, Evan. Hopefully hope our listeners tuning in today's episode are taking some notes here so they can <laughs> answer the questions fully and everything. This is this is great. Phenomenal information uh, for our, our young daily grinders out there. Oh, also talk about, I know on the programming and services, you also hosted a masterclass recently. Yeah. Tell us more about that experience. So any of you young grinders right now, if you go to our website, you know, now or after the after you're done listening, um, this cccoach.com and you click on the top right corner, you, there's a master class that's there for you as a complimentary gift. And what it is, is it's 45 minutes um, where I uncover the five secrets to um, finding the right fit college and how we begin that process. So whether or not you know, you're in a position where you want to work with me or my team, you know, or, or come through our services, that masterclass gives you five really juicy secrets to figuring out how you can begin this process and how you can begin, you know, unveiling what your answers might be, whether it be to ISV, whether it be to Conative, whether it be to, you know, CCFC or any of the things that we mentioned so far, that masterclass is the best 45 minutes that I've put together and that's there for you to take advantage of it anytime you want. Mm-hmm. That's great. I was, you teed me up for my next question and how our our grinders out there could really plug in and uh, utilize your resource right away. So we'll put in the show notes, as always, uh, where to find that masterclass and, you know, check it out and everything. For sure. Yeah, it's just there and it, it plays, you know, every hour on the hour. We have um, a limited amount of seats per hour that it plays. But you can pretty much get on it any day you want, provided that you can open up a window and, and select a time there. So I definitely suggest the masterclass. That is uh, an absolute gem of information. But, you know, one of the things that we're also involved in that I mentioned earlier in the conversation is the art of successful networking. Um, and so AOSN, if you're listening and you're past, you know, the point of college or, you know, you have a student who might be a little bit introverted or maybe you're going through career transition yourself, Theartofsuccessfulnetworking.com is another great resource that we have with a complimentary assessment for you to go in and start gauging, you know, what abilities might be uh, that that you might be lacking in or you might be looking for reinforcement. And so, just recently, we did this with a team of accountants uh, at an accounting firm here in in Buffalo, New York. We did it with uh, graduate students from Colorado University, Boulder. Uh, We have another uh, engagement coming up with Xavier University and their undergraduates. So the point is, you know, however you connect with me, 
it's about where you're at in your journey. So if you're going through that undergraduate path, go to CC Coach. If you're in career transition, go to Art of Successful Networking. Um, you know, but there's no shortage of opportunities, and I'm all over social. So you know, I'd, I'd be happy to meet any of you young grinders or grinders that are looking for some inspiration. Definitely, yeah, really well said. That that's awesome. You touch on like the progress of our whole entire journey because we do have listeners that tune in that are recent grad looking to navigate or level up within their own within their own career at the moment too. Since we have you on the hot seat here, and you, you asked me a yeah. trivia question, I'm going to flip flip it back to you. But in terms of advi- key advice or maybe some takeaways for someone that wants to nail their college application, that's a really hot question as well. For sure. Well, I just had the great privilege of sitting in on a, a council where there were several representatives from some top tier universities in the United States um, and a few of us IECs, and we were just able to ask questions. And I can tell you with uh, nothing but validated confidence uh, and, and validated proof that when you look at the breakdown of what colleges want on your application and where you should spend the bulk of your time, it's starting early enough to build a stellar activities list. The activity section in the application only gives you the opportunity to put 10 activities down that you've participated in from the time you begin ninth grade to the time you graduate. And so that list, when we were listening to these uh, admissions counselors uh, discuss what it was that made a difference in their application, it was the people who have career-oriented success, you know, documented in their activities that relates to the major they're applying to. It's the people who have gone out and got the internships, that they've done, gone for their research opportunities, they've done the grind, you know, no pun intended, they've gone out and they've matched that grind to something that they're applying for. So figuring it out, articulating that on the activity section is, is trick number one or key number one. Key number two the supplemental essays, anything that this college is asking you that's specifically related to them, do your homework, make sure that you know, you know, your audience and what you're what you're responding with and that it, it clicks with the school's mission and what they want. Three would be the personal statement and personal essay, the main essay uh, that goes to all schools. That's obviously important. And then falling off, but, you know, still relevant are test scores and grade point average. I mean, definitely take advantage, take challenge yourself, show that you're putting in the initiative, um, you know, to make a difference and colleges will receive it. They know who, how to weed them out. Again, shedding light, uh, sh- sharing with us a lot of key takeaways that our daily grinders can apply and, and again, get connected to the university school of, of their choice and really power through and kill it in the, in the real world. Post, post what we're doing, Evan and I, sure. <laughs> and everyone else in, in real life setting. Every day is a grind. Uh, but yes, just speaking about this field, you said 10 years. What do you still hope to accomplish in this field going forward? So I am really excited about what the next 10 years will bring. Right now, the thing that I'm most um, passionate about and the thing that I'm most excited about as I look into the future is this initiative in in Black Progress Matters and the college advisory program that we've created. Um, And like I said at the beginning, giving academically um, promising students that come from socioeconomic backgrounds that don't necessarily permit what they perceive as a, as a successful future or, or collegiate journey, the opportunity to, to flip that script and to flip that narrative. So what we're doing with that, Kelly, and we're super, super proud um, of the organizations, but we're partnering with companies who see the, uh, the merit in what we've created here and we match their scholarships that they're, that they're sponsoring students to go through this program to qualified students who are teacher nominated. And so it's this powerful um, network of young, aspiring, 
black students who are looking for um, you know the opportunity to explore college and explore their futures and and see a bigger future than what they may have seen in the past um, be greeted with the scholarship and the generosity of companies who understand that that's where our future is and uh, how we can really become agents of change so that is where I am most excited about where my future is heading right now. Um, but additionally, just growing College Confidence Coach. Um, you know, we're licensing it uh, now, and there are other coaches who are taking this concept uh, and and licensing it all over the country. So we've got that. And then, um, you know, Art of Successful Networking. That that the sky's the limit um, with what that's got and what it's built and what it's grown. So um, I don't know. Every day's exciting. You know, I don't know where I'm at 10 years, but I do know that I've got a foundation that I'm inspired by and that it's answering my questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great to hear. Again, yeah, uh, you know, inspiring us on today's episode as well as, you know, making a difference out there in the world. So glad to have you on the show today. And again, so, so many key takeaways we've, we've talked about on, on this interview. But yeah, speaking of the podcast, The Daily Grind, that's the name of it. What does The Daily Grind mean to you? The daily grind means that we are on our route to success, um, that we're putting our heads down and we're, you know, eating tuna fish out of the can when we have to, to get the caviar at the end. So it's the journey uh, to the destination. And and to me, it's one that's got to be planned out from the get go um, so that we can see where our grind leads to and, uh, and what keeps pushing us forward. Oh, that's great. I like that being proactive. I like the visual too that you add on there. A little, little spice, a little something, something for for our grinders out there. Evan, we we talked about your daily schedule here, you know, in closing. You're you're wearing multiple hats. What's yep. on your daily grind closing out 2022? So 2022 has been an unbelievable year. Again, manifesting and and creating these uh, these opportunities has been unbelievable. So for the rest of the year, um, from from a business perspective, um, you know, we're we're really looking forward to launching and announcing our f- first cohort. Uh, for the BPM uh, CAP program. Um, We've got just engagements left and right uh, that we're working with young professionals in AOSN. And then obviously my baby and college confidence coach. Um, I'm proud to announce that um, we have uh, enrolled the most amount of students that's ever been enrolled in the CC program um, in one calendar year. We we surpassed that benchmark uh, in late July of this year. So, you know, I'm looking for the right team members. We're growing. We're looking for, uh, you know, uh, talent out there that's interested in continuing with this journey. So I'm looking to grow my team so that we can continue to impact the lives of even more students and families. Oh, that's, that's great to hear. We are cheering you virtually on, on the daily grind podcast. No pun intended. Uh, great. Uh, Kudos to you and your team. All the best of success. The best is yet to come. Literally continuously learn, continuously improve and achieve and, see those goals which is awesome so evan your story very inspirational again making a difference out there literally every day do you have a word of the day to motivate our listeners out there or even a quote a saying a mantra so my favorite i'll give you two the word of the day because i've been saying it all day with students is connectedness um and so connectedness to me is being able to go into situations, go into classes, go into, uh, you know, whatever it is, new teams, new events, new uh, networks and opportunities, and being able to just truly connect with those and look for opportunities to connect, which leads to my favorite quote, which is only those who can see the invisible can achieve the impossible. So make that feeling of connectedness, look for the invisible, don't doubt yourself, and that impossibility that everyone's telling you about really doesn't exist. Uh, I think those quotes and the the keyword here uh, fit perfectly with today's episode. Your story encompasses 
Uh, last but not least, Evan, if our listeners have questions, comments, want to get in touch with you, want to learn more after this episode, how can they do so? Um, best way is to reach out info at the cccoach.com. Um, that's the number one email to, to reach out, ask questions. Um, if I can't get that to them right away, my team will, or they'll direct them in my, uh, in my direction and then connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, you know, LinkedIn, I'm active on, I'm on constantly. And then, uh, Instagram at Evan Geo, E-V-A-N-G-I-O. Uh, those are be the three ways to get with me. Wonderful. And then can you remind us too, for our listeners, where to find uh, CC coach and all, all the great programming. So uh, the, C- the CC Coach is uh, on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, the website, theccoach.com. There's three C's in the middle. Sometimes people get tripped up with that. Um, Artofsuccessfulnetworking.com. And then the Black Progress Matters College Advisory Program is at, at bpm.com. So um, all of those places are, are uh, direct outlets to me and my teams. Wonderful. We'll put in today's show notes where to find Evan and the great wonderful resources that we have to leverage to level up literally on our own daily grind so thanks again for tuning today's episode a big thank you to Evan for being on the podcast thank you Kelly really appreciated being here this is awesome keep up with the grind thanks for tuning into the daily grind this week you can subscribe wherever you get your podcast if you want to follow us on twitter or instagram we are at daily grind pod Please also remember to visit our website, www.kjfwi.org, and shop our merch. Until next time, my name is Kelly Johnson. Have a great day. This episode was produced by the Kelly Johnson Foundation with music composed by Connor Christian. 